0: The following podcast comes from a summer series entitled Ask Anything in the summer of 2020. The question asked to me at that time was, how do I wisely engage social media and the public sphere from a Christian perspective? I hope that this five-fold filter helps you do just that. thing when I think about posting and this can be any anywhere online this is not just Facebook it could be Twitter Instagram uh, snapchat or whatever kids are using now by the time I make this video I'm probably old so uh, it also includes blogs and emails anything that you put out there uh, this is the five-fold filter that I tried to push everything through this filter uh, as I give information out publicly in a public sphere so number one is that there is wisdom in gaining perspective before you speak. Uh, and and I, my, my biblical basis for this concept is found in James 1, 19 through 20. So listen to this verse. James says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Boy, how often have we seen recently people get so angry and uh, really post out of their anger or speak or write out of their anger, uh, often leading you to say things maybe that are are not even true or things that uh, just reveal your anger more than they reveal the truth of what you're trying to communicate. And so James reminds us, um, we don't have to immediately engage in our anger. There's wisdom in taking a moment to collect your thoughts, um, there's many verses in Proverbs that talk about being slow to speak or the wisdom in holding your tongue or uh, the fool speaks quickly uh, out of his rage. And so uh, I would just encourage you, if you're ever feeling hyped up, angry, or wanting to just blast somebody, you know, maybe that's probably a time to enact this and slow down. And think: Is it extremely important what I need to say right now? Or might tomorrow the news change? Might tomorrow some facts come out that maybe change uh, what what I know right now and make me today look stupid? So there's there's a, a time to slow down before you speak. Uh, the wise man does not feel pressured to produce an immediate commentary every time he feels fired up about something. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, remember, digital communication is basically permanent, uh, especially the more your influence rises and the more detractors you have. Uh, everything you ever say online, not, I know most of us know this, but I'm still going to say it. Everything you ever say online uh, is probably logged somewhere in some server online. And even even if that information is hard to access Anything you say can be screenshotted or copy pasted or taken and potentially used as a weapon against you uh, by uh, someone in the future or someone who who wants to destroy you. We have seen this happen all the time. And so I would just caution you that uh, some things are best said on the phone, some things are best said in person. One, you know, looking across from somebody where there's no digital record. Of what you've said, so even emails can can be uh, stored and used against you at some point. So I would say, uh, just keep that in mind online. You may not, your future self may not thank you for things that you've said digitally that can be reproduced. And, the, and I know all of us have done that, especially in the early days of online um, when we did not really know what what the capabilities that we had in in the mid 2000s and the late. 2000s. We, we did not know what this would become. And so many of us already have uh, a, a lot of writing out there that maybe we wish we could get back. So start today thinking about that. Number three, speak the truth always, but always speak in love. Uh, and that comes from Ephesians 4.15. Anything you say should always be based in truth. So the, our, our goal in life is not to go speak words of flattery, to just uh, uh, you know, wheel and deal and schmooze our way to the top or to to impress this group or impress this group with things that are not actually true. So everything we say should be true. That's really important to being a Christian is the basis of what we believe is truth. Jesus himself said, I am truth, uh, the way and the truth and the life. Jesus is true. So we can't say things that are untrue, even if it makes us feel like we've gained uh, ground in others' eyes. We, we just can't do that. Uh, but at the same time, what we say should be laced with charity, grace, and love. Uh, anything that we say that has the uh, we've taken something that may be true but sort of weaponized that to hurt others. Uh, to say it in a way that's going to just bring about more anger uh, we, we may not want to say it that way because that's also not the goal of truth. Paul clearly says, if I say truth, uh, but I don't have love with it, it's going to be like a, a noisy clanging cymbal. It's not going to accomplish anything. So even if it is true, it's not going to accomplish the goal, which that you originally had was to speak truth. It won't be communicated if it's not done in love. Um, so... The goal of truth being spoken should always be redemption and reconciliation. So, I can say something true to you that might hurt you. You can say something true to me that might hurt you, uh, that might hurt me. And that's not ultimately the goal of truth, is to just hurt. Sometimes truth does hurt and needs to be said, but the ultimate goal of that truth should be to bring about uh, a, a a restorative conclusion reconciliation so if i if i have to say something to you that hurts and you have to say something to me the end goal should be that we're drawn closer in the end or that i'm made more like christ by what you've told me or you're made more like christ by what i've told you so always say something in truth and love if what you can't if if you can't say your truth statement in love you might want to wait until you can So if you're just so fired up and angry, uh, and what you're saying happens to also be true, but you can't say it in love, I would say uh, it's possible that you might need to pause until mentally and spiritually you can state your truth claim in love. Number four, don't throw pearls before swine. Now this is classic online. It happens anywhere, but classic online. Uh, Matthew 7, 6, Jesus said these very words, not to throw your pearls before swine. And what he means is that uh, there are some people whose only goal in online discussions and conversations is to sow chaos and conspiracy and to stir the pot. And there is, no, there is no end goal of arriving at a, a better conclusion than we started or to have a legitimate, honest debate. There are some people that's not their goal. It's just to completely stir the pot and sow chaos. And so uh, if, if you find yourself engaging with those people or you have stated something true and, and they've clearly not responded to your statement in a way that shows that they're receiving truth at all, uh, you might be throwing your pearls before swine, meaning that, you're giving the best of who you are. You're giving uh, your, your Christian, well thought out Christian position and points to someone who has no intention of listening to you or taking to heart anything you're saying. So that's throwing a pearl before swine because uh, obviously pigs can't appreciate the finer things of life. So that's what Jesus was saying. There's an old statement that George Bernard Shaw uh, said. This is a quote. I love it. I use it all the time. If you roll in the mud with a pig, you both you both get dirty, but the pig likes it. So um, let that guide your online discussions as well. And the number five point is that Christians are the salt of the earth. Christians are the salt of the earth. Uh, Matthew 5.13, Jesus says that if Christians completely disengage from this world and we keep to ourselves, if we just put up a, a wall and say, well, this is this is where all the Christians are going to live, and we're going to live our life, and, and, and we're going to put you guys over there, and we're going to stay over here. Uh, the world will descend into chaos. We are the salt of the earth, meaning uh, we preserve the earth. Uh, any any meat in, in this time of writing when Jesus was around, uh, any meat that did not have salt attached to it was going to spoil quickly. It's going to get... Uh, nasty and worse. And so that's what's going to happen to our world if Christian influence is removed. And so on some level, we need to be engaging. We need to engage the world. We can't just say, okay, fine, we're going to take our stuff and go home uh, because it's difficult out there and the world hates us. Well we know that. We know that they hate us and we know that for us to uh, give our influence and our thoughts is going to often be rejected. Uh, but that's Non-engagement is really not the Christian position, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so we we can't we can't assume that because we uh, have things in control in our own house uh, that problems that exist out there won't eventually come to our front door because they will. If we don't deal with the problems that are out in the world while they're in the world, uh, then eventually. The, the torch and the pitchfork will find their way to our front yard. And so we have to do our best to be the salt of the earth, to, to persuade and to engage and when the time is right debate, uh, to put our, uh, our Christian position out there, to put the gospel out there into the world, uh, to in- ensure that Jesus is being represented in the world. And so I hope those five points when combined together, you know, no one of them is a standalone argument. But if you take those five and sort of make them into a filter, I hope that that helps you as you seek to engage the world, uh, especially online. Um, And uh, I hope that that's helpful to you. It equips you to go forward and represent Christ in the world and online. Uh, So God bless. Uh, There will be more to follow as I apply this to our world specifically in the in the context that we're in but i just want to give it to you generally right now i hope it's blessed you have a great day